0: Glitching the code hi guys welcome to glitch in the code i'm here with ryan christian of the last american vagabond um again and i wanted to speak to him about the wobbly nature of this narrative i visioned this whole covid narrative as being like a wobbly bookcase on one side you have the wobbly pcr test and all that that doesn't make sense about that um and on the other side you have the wobbly other wobbly end of these vaccines that also make absolutely no sense when you realize that they are still in their clinical trial period and of course they are because there's no long-term testing unless you can go forward and backwards in time so ryan you've done some incredible work about this um the website the the Lost american american vagabond website is incredible a source of material and information so how do you see this I'm going with the analogy that i gave you um, on the way in, the PCR test, how does that fall apart? its It looks weak as hell to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a good analogy. I mean, you could almost make it like a, a tripod analogy, right? It well, Because you could add, I think there's, pl- there's other aspects to it, such as the combination of pneumonia, influenza, and COVID as their death numbers, right? And it's a great analogy to think about because I think you're right on in the idea that if we can effectively kick out one of these legs, this whole thing is going to come down, you know? And I think we're right there. And to start with the PCR test on that point is, I mean, what I I keep trying to tell people, especially people that are, you know, just lock, lock, uh, lock, stock and barrel, you know, hook, line and sinker, like in with the mainstream narrative is okay. On the CDC website right now, and as as well as plenty of other mainstream documentation that they won't really put in your face, but it's back there somewhere, 30% false positive according to their sites, 30%. Why would in any sense, why would you use a test, especially when you're determining something so serious that has a 30 percent false positive? Now, understand that could that goes the other way potentially as well. Now, it is a difference in regard to false negative versus false positive. They're sort of different the way this ends up. But you, the, to be fair, it could go either way. But when you dig into this even further, according to this, the, the New York Times, as well as other people, and I'm only citing them again because we're, I'm talking about the people that are listening to them. Their own documentation and the writer who followed up even on her own Twitter posts said based on the data that upwards of 90 percent of the people being told that they have this with the PCR test are potentially not transmissible, not, you know, not contagious and, you know, or might not have it at all. Yeah. And because this is what you are getting to when you break down the test itself, it it is oh, – oh, like. Continually Mm. amplifying the material until a point to which you can see something that you're diagnosing at that point, but it's a binary answer. It's a yes or a no, but that's not how this works because you could get a yes that says, yes, we see this thing that by the way, we're not even certain is actually what we're being told it is different discussion, but you're seeing it there. That doesn't mean you're actually transmissible, right? As John Rapport puts it, you need billions of those things to even be able to transmit it, trans- transmit it, and then to be show symptoms. You, it, it's very possible and common that you can have it pass through your system like other times of flu, where it can actually might even be able to, you know. Anyway, it can pass through your body and you're not, you might not be able to to transmit it to people. And so that is a huge aspect to this. So 30% at the lowest level according to them, but we know it's much much higher than that, especially when you bring in things like like Kerry Mullis, who created the test, mm. who was talking at a time before COVID-19, and they claim it's in reference to HIV, but he just says viruses, but he very clearly says this is not how this test should be used, yeah. and they're using it improperly. That's another aspect to this. So all these things taken together, you can see the potential, and this is what I tell people, just the potential. We know that there is a caveat here. To what degree is up for you to decide, but w- with knowing that there are issues with this and knowing that there's potentials for massive misinformation, they cannot be using this to arrest people, to force you to wear a mask, to force you to do anything, right? Their argument is, well, we're erring on the side of caution. That's all fine and good, but you can't then do that in such an aggressive way and then say, we're in danger, look at the number, and then arrest people, you know, which it's just, it's alarming. The science is there. That's the crazy part. It's right there. Off Guardian just did a great article about it, and, you know, they're saying the same thing. They're losing patience with these people. They're citing it. It's right there for you. You know, and they just want to listen to Fox News and CNN.
0: Yes, yeah, so. you're right. It's, it's absolutely absurd when you look at Kerry miles And, and he said, um, Kerry Mullis, in there, you can make a whole lot of something out of something. It's not a diagnostic tool. It's a replicator. Mm, exactly. It's not a diagnostic tool. That is like going, it, it's, it's not used. It's not suitable to be used to diagnose anyone. It doesn't mean it, it can't be used within a diagnostic di- di- a diagnostic yes. process in combination exactly. alone should not be used and that's what they're doing they're using it so anyone comes out and says the data says this you're you are quite clearly using data for a test that should not be test to be used in that's that he even says in it he's putting it much better than i am right now he even says he says that it doesn't mean what you find is what made you sick
1: Here's a great analogy, and this stems from this exact discussion, is what one of these individuals said, who at the time was referencing Carrie Mollis in the same discussion, says this is the equivalent of getting a pregnancy test to test whether a pregnancy test is accurate. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Right. You're not getting you know, you need something that basically the point in this sense is that in the the final decider in, in regard to this in the, the pregnancy test being the example is whether or not the woman gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right. So clearly we know that there is a, a efficacy there because they generally ends up being where she's pregnant. Right. But you can't take that. you can't get another pregnancy test and be like, well, let's test it and see. Oh, it's positive. So that means that one's correct. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. But that's what's ultimately happening. We need, as you pointed out. The, it's actually what we need is a live culture. That's the live culture in, in a scientific setting is how you actually prove these things. And it's just, it's you know, when you begin to stand back from the bigger picture and you you hear all of these points, it becomes impossible to, to miss that it's like they're erring tri- in every way. And you could give them that, say, it's a mistake. I don't think that's what's happening. But in every way, the errors always err on the side of assuming that this is the most dangerous thing on the planet and assuming that this is going to happen a certain way. And it all airs in the side of giving them more power and giving them more control over the narrative and so on. But the facts aren't there for it. It's just simply not true. All they would have had to do was exactly what they're saying. Another culture sample in a a lab confirming it or an antibody test before all of this to find out whether, you know, there's any number of other factors and they just refuse to do it. I go back to the first point, 30% false positives according to them. And they're still using it with nothing else that they want it to be false they want to use this buffer that's what i think oh absolutely and there was a very good reason
0: why they waited for carrie mullis to die of i believe he died of some sort of influenza last there year which is, is is yeah um the fact is that as you say it's the whole pregnancy test analogy works for me and the fact that they're still counting people 20 days later after mm. testing positive died of covid that's like taking a present pregnancy test and two years down the line not having a baby and then going, well, the test was right. It, well, right, she didn't have a fucking baby. She right, she couldn't have been pregnant. The test must have been wrong. And that's what they're doing. They're going 28 days later, and they get hit by my, uh, like an ice cream van, and saying right. that that it's COVID because he tested positive with a test, not testing for anything other than a genetic material that's Thank blowing God. up a needle in a haystack, we'd all find that needle in a haystack. Doesn't mean that needle's gonna prick you in the eye, and I think we said the same things last time. This is the PCR test, so this is just one of the wonky ends of the bookcase. Right, and right. you're and, and you know far more about it than I do. Um, I mean, there's other elements to this. Well, he... Before we
1: move past the PCR though, but it's important to remember that the the obvious double standard in regard to what you were just saying. So if somebody gets, a test that as we're just pointed out is not even close to being definitive and says okay well you have it then they die from literally anything in 30 days <laughs> like you said there's multiple examples of a miter's motorcycle accident where i heard the the doctor who did that one literally said well we don't know covid didn't cause it that's scientific <laughs> he actually said that on the record yeah. but so so you know that you got they're basically uh well, i'm losing oh that's right so the the there's, if anybody dies ever after it in, 20, in a time period, well, that's a COVID death, right? That's just what they're doing. It's for your safety, of course. But on the flip side of it, if somebody gets the vaccine and dies within days of it, well, yeah. no, we don't know it wasn't the vaccine. Well, it's probably not because people die all the time. Okay. So why is one side of it getting logic in a certain way and the other side getting the other way? Like you're, you're, it's a double standard, very obviously. And we also have to remember that Fauci himself on the record in July said that the cycle threshold, which for those that don't know the way as, as, as he's uh, Richard describing is, you know, it's, it's basically a magnification tool and you can continue to do a cycle threshold and every cycle gets it closer and closer and closer until they see something and then they go oh, positive. Right. But the point is anything over 35 cycle threshold, even Fauci admitted means that the results that you're trying to get become minuscule. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to achieve what you're trying to achieve 35 to 40. He said, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And, Everybody is doing 35 to 40. Still. He said that in July. That So if we're doing it this way, it's not going to work. And we still allow everyone across the country to do it. That either means that they want that to happen or these are the most incompetent. Just, I mean, it's probably both. But it's just crazy to see him lay that out for us and they still do it. It's yeah. a false positive.
0: And there is a connection. I've got the video um, I'm pinned to the top of my Twitter that Kerry Munnis outwardly comes out and calls Fauci a hack. He's a quack. Yep. He basically knows nothing about biology, nothing about what he's talking about. I mean, he, to me, Fauci, who is a Jesuit, by the way, he's he is a pen pusher. He's a businessman. He's mm-hmm. a, he's in the pharmaceutical business. Uh, to call him a doctor, I think, in my opinion, would be a, a, a massive stretch of the imagination. Right. And Carrie Mullis, who yes, created the test, called him out and said, I'll tell him to his face that. I think they're using his test as a thumb in the eye to carry malice. You've got to think these people are satanic. Like, if you go want to go to the other end of these conspiracies, these guys will use it to rub... They'll, they'll get a thrill out of using his test, as he said, for a completely inappropriate uh, process. And people just don't want to hear this. And this is, as you say, it's just one end of the, of the test. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense. And then we come to the fact that only I mean, recently at, it was... I don't know where I got this from, and you probably know better than I do. The asymptomatic part of it was completely mm-hmm. disproven. Is yep. that you can't spread it if you are not, you're not showing any any um, uh, uh, symptoms? <laughs> I mean, why would you care if you had it if you didn't have any symptoms? I don't know. Um,
1: well, because t- historically speaking, it's not necessarily a guarantee. And this is one of the discussions in the beginning before this all started about whether or not if you're asymptomatic, you can actually transmit anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. This was this whole decide. And we're all like deciding these things in the moment. Yeah. Politics aren't playing a factor, you know, but the, it, so the discussion was that we were all on lockdown in the beginning because Neil Ferguson, Imperial College told us we we're all going to die that turned out to be flagrantly false. By the way, we should recognize that he's been wrong like that like five or six times in huge ways before this. Absolutely. Even again with the UK, by the way, which you probably yeah. know with the nerve tags saying, no, we shouldn't do it, there's no evidence. And he says it and Boris does it. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. But so we locked down based on this false information. But the reason we didn't come out of that lockdown, I dropped my pen, the reason we don't come out of that lockdown, once we realized it was false is because they pivoted into asymptomatic. They said, well, we don't know who might be sick so now every healthy person becomes a danger the point is that that immediately well that i should say immediately but the studies ended up showing that that's not actually accurate and there's multiple studies but the big one that uh you might have seen on i think life site was a good site that showed that a lot of people covered. Maybe that's
0: the one i saw yeah
1: this was a chinese study that did it with almost it was 10 million people but nine million plus ultimately ended up showing results and basically zero like, you, you read through it. There's some parts where they show, but basically it amounts to no asymptomatic out of 10 million people. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about this stuff? And so, but the reason is this asymptomatic boogeyman. And I'm, look, I'm not saying that there's not the possibility of asymptomatic concepts in, vi- in, in, you know, with viruses and with disease. But in this case, the science clearly shows that it's not very prevalent, at least not enough to lock down an entire world. You yeah. know, it, it's all an illusion. I mean, in every possible way. I just don't know why we can't see that.
0: what oh, we can And I think most people... You you and I can. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a fair few people can. They don't want to. In the UK today, we just had on um, one of our main um, breakfast shows, ITV breakfast show, Good Morning Britain, a doctor, although she's got TV doctor, although she has um, on her profile, came out and said the new, I believe it was the AstraZeneca one she was talking about, said that it was 100% effective. I'm not sure if you've seen this. 100% effective and it would... um, 100% stop you from getting covid and prevent death. I'm assuming That's, she yeah. thinks about te- death from covid, not just live forever as a as a an omnipotent being, but it's still yeah. That
1: is a ridiculous thing to say, isn't it? it really On live is. TV, she said it as well. Well, there, there's two reasons that that's stupid. One, because any honest mathematician, scientist, or anybody who's even remotely intelligent knows that 100% just doesn't happen, mm-hmm. right? You don't claim some. A mathematician probably laughed out loud when he saw that because that that's ridiculous. That's an easy red flag to know. Well, that's not true. Yeah. Because that's just not. That doesn't happen. There's plenty of caveats and, and you know asterisks that people out there that different circumstances that it won't work for them. So clearly, right there, it's not 100%. Right? So that's a manipulation. India, by the way, also said 110% effective. They were overselling it because they're right. all trying to lie to you. They really said that. They really? said 110. Yeah, <laughs> because there was all these, these, all these attacks about whether it was going to cause uh, reptile dysfunction. Right. And so they were trying to push back against it. And instead of saying it's all effective, they said 110. <sighs> like, it's just embarrassing because they're so clearly, that doesn't even make sense, you know? Right. But the other part of it was that that's not actually what the science said. In no way does the AstraZeneca, none of these, none of them, AstraZeneca, Moderna, I mean, any of the ones we've talked about, not a single one. And I said this the moment the literature was released into the way they were doing their trials. I talked about this months ago. None of them even set out to achieve a reduction in transmission. None. They don't have any idea. You know why? Because the government's funding it didn't pay for it. So they didn't want to know. Make mm-hmm. sure we understand that, right? Yep. That's a very important point. But so if the, the science in regard to AstraZeneca doesn't talk about transmission reduction, it talks about the reduce the reduction of severe symptoms. So they're lying to people because they don't want them to know that this doesn't change much at all. You're you're already, if you're under 55, statistically speaking, you've got a zero percent chance of dying. That's according to the CDC information, mm-hmm. zero. So what they want people to think is that it's all, you know, they, they want if if they if they drive in the idea that it's going to stop transmission, they go, well, why not take it? You know why not reduce the risk but if it doesn't do that all you're doing is reducing symptoms for someone who has a zero percent chance of actually dying they won't take it so they're lying to us bbc got caught with one already in regard to the i think it was the pfizer vaccine they came out in the beginning and said it's it's effective and safe and we can say that because we look they never even saw the documentation that's been proven they never even saw it they took pfizer's word for it and they repeated it and as of right now they still haven't even released the full clinical information you know, and but then when you look in their actual documentation, they did release it. verbate it literally says the opposite of what BBC said. What? Where's the rest of the media? Why don't they come out and be like, well, BBC just lied, because they're all covering for each other.
0: Mm. Yeah, and they're so. all owned by the same people as well. And you exactly. and you mentioned a thing. Let's go just slightly back. I know we haven't got a lot of time. Just slightly back before we go to the PCR test, because slightly before then, you're talking about the culturing of the um, the virus. Isolates, and I won't pretend to know anyone as much as you about this before. But um,
1: yeah, and I'm just I'm just basically researching people again that are much smarter than me in the same right. So, (laughs) but
0: um, they didn't have they 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 found they used synthetic material for the Pfizer, sorry for the PCR test for the to say that it existed. Sorry, they used synthetic material, not actual viral sample is that right yeah this
1: stems from and this uh, off just reported this but uh, this is something i've been researching as well that this is i believe her name was oh, she had just read it i don't, I don't want to mispronounce her name anyway i can i have it linked in the last show i did from yesterday okay. um she she's a researcher and she basically she's been digging into the discussion of isolation as well as the fact of oops uh, as well as the fact of of whether or not they actually use something not even like a computerized model for how they made this thing. So she was going back and forth with UK MHRA. Right, yep. going back and forth with them, and and they finally admitted, and she's got the she's got them in, uh, documented, and, and on top of that, she tried to share it publicly on Twitter, and they immediately suspended her account, and that's coming directly from the UK government. It's incredible. So she, they say in the documentation, as she after she pushed them, that it is not this is not the the vaccine and the, the uh, BNT I believe whatever the name of the vaccine material they're using for the mRNA okay. or actually. Anyway, it's mRNA something, like 1270 or whatever. It's the, the ingredient they're using they got from this sequence they're claiming. Yep. They stated this is from a computer model, DNA uh, – uh, forget what the, the rest of it, but a DNA model not, not specifically an isolated virus from an infected person. That's a direct quote from what they said, which is just staggering. Now, that in and of itself, I would argue – doesn't prove right there that it's never been isolated, mm-hmm. rather that they just never used anything and they just made, they just took at grant at face value what China sent them, right? Which I find hilarious because people call me a Chinese shill for for pointing out that it doesn't seem that the, the, the science, evidence shows that it wasn't isolated yet they seem to be taking at face value material directly from China. People are just ridiculously ignorant today in this regard. People a lot of people out there claiming to be very smart, but. It's it just it it, it it when you boil it down even the FDA released documents that say they had no qualified isolates and this was I believe in February I forget the exact date but we remember that even Moderna on their documentation says that it, in January 11th is when they supposedly got the material from China January 13th is when it says they completed the mrna dot that they're talking about and they already started beginning to roll it out in the trials january 13th Mm. so two days with a sequence that was sent from china yeah let's let's pretend like they satisfied Koch's postulates in two days i mean anybody it's just stupid now i mean i could go off forever please i'm sure you've got questions (laughs) no no it's it's and
0: what people don't tend to realize is that the um, bill and melinda gates foundation also fund or give funding to the mhra and also the fda and then you have the other end so let's come to that because i know you haven't got a lot of time the vaccine part then you've got them funding gavi now it doesn't take a genius to work out if you fund the tests and you fund and you fund the governing bodies that that allow for the vaccines to happen for a test that doesn't really test for it that you might be trying to sell I um, sell, a, sell a solution for a problem that you're possibly creating yourself. Gareth yeah. Ike puts it like this way. If I come around your house and told you you needed sealants for your windows to be smashed and you went, oh, they don't smash. I've had no smashed windows. And then a week later, your windows started getting smashed. And then oh, two days later, that same person come around and said, do you need them now? You would probably think, are you smashing my windows? Right. And that's the best way. To, I mean, come on. These people right. are creating a problem and offering you a solution and a solution we all know is going to be the Great Reset. But let's go on to the other wonky end of the bookcase. This is well, where you, the virus has come in. Real oh, quick, sorry.
1: Yeah, of course. Just comment real quick on that. Is, you know, and you're absolutely right. And that's a great point to realize whether and I, by the way, I agree with you. But whether or not it's something that was created to then be used, we can see clearly. That it is a conflict of interest and that should never be allowed their simple argument is that there's just so few scientists in the world that we have to give them waivers for their conflicts of interest which they actively do but it was already proven that that's a complete joke so they're willing to use people that have ties and even seats on pharmaceutical companies to then, you know, to be involved with the creation of these things. And that's crazy. Uh, RFK Jr. makes a great uh, analogy. He says right now, because right now we need to realize the CDC absolutely is involved with the sale of these vaccines Mm -hmm. in a hundred and a lot of different ways. He said it's the equivalent of the EPA making profit from the sale of coal. Nobody would be okay with that. Why does it make sense for the CDC to do it, right? They just make up a context for it. But that's an important point to think about. So please continue.
0: Yeah, no, because people are scared. And I'd like to point out that I'm not saying that this doesn't exist. There's, there's two versions. There's no problem reaction solution where you literally just make one up. There's the problem that you created or there is a problem that exists that you use to manipulate. And I'm probably more in the camp that it was the last one. There was a problem there that may be a small issue, slightly worse, more virulent influenza and have used it. But it Mm. could be that it doesn't doesn't really matter. This is the problem right now. It doesn't matter because the whole bookcase is based upon a faulty PCR, not faulty, an unsuitable testing and and an incredibly unsuitable um, vaccine that doesn't need to be needed, needed if you don't. Using under suitable tests. So, this is dodgy all the way through, and I, I see this falling apart very quickly. And they're scrambling in the UK. They know they've put us in lockdown, but they are desperate. They've just yeah. taken down um, Talk Radio off YouTube today. So um, and that's ridiculous because yeah. Talk Radio just started to, and that's a Rupert Murdoch thing as well, started to actually um, question this in part. Because it's so blatantly obvious now. Which,
1: which does what is that? I mean, doesn't that show everybody that you, so you can be on the good guy team right up until you start asking on dangerous questions and then suddenly you're no, so were they always fake news or do they just become fake news? Right, you hmm. see how dumb that is? Like it's, you're only in the right as long as you're towing the line absolutely Everywhere. that's scientists and, and doctors too
0: and i think scientists doctors if you um police the armed forces anyone who's getting behind us wants to take good heed on that and listen to that because that will be you under the bus as soon as you go oh hang on and then how much freedom do you have that if you don't have the freedom to question anything you have the right. same amount of freedoms you're putting on us you become right. us with one decision one decision and you flip over to our side and, and, and think that's about it. this
1: what you're saying is interesting because how much you want to bet there's a lot of people out there that already see what you're saying and mm-hmm. have been like "Ooh, well i'm not going to touch that because i know what happens Absolutely. So you see what i mean they're training people to not even dig into the truth for feel that they'll lose their business which is what the social
0: credit system does it's a training it's a behavioral Back. manipulation tool this is a behavioral manipulation um psyop so let's go over to the vaccines now so we know that the AstraZeneca and the Pfizer, both vaccines don't actually finish their clinical trials till 2023, February for the AstraZeneca which I just learned from your video. Um, I already knew the Pfizer one would be 2023. So obviously in the world of reality and in the, in the actual not fantasy land, the people taking it are part of the clinical trials. They are being tested on and they've skipped over the animal testing as well.
1: Yeah. And that's a but to, to give credit where it's due. It, that's a great uh, uh, article from Off Guardian that I was discussing that they pu- throw that out there. But And this is, and by the way, for those that haven't seen, Off Guardian is just knocking it out of the park with this conver- with this discussion from the beginning of all this and they've, and gotten a lot of pushback for it, too. You can't even post an Off Guardian link on Twitter without it being danger like they do with BitChute. You know, it's just crazy. But it's incredible to see that that's happening. And not only that, that we have this, you know, it's funny how we have these guiding principles in the United States. Well, we're, we're the fighting for freedom and liberty and informed consent and then we literally do none of that you know it's like (laughs) you know informed consent but now you're in danger which i keep laughing at i can't get i can't stop saying how stupid it is that they're going so we're going to do things that are less safe and a little more dangerous for your safety it's like wait a minute how does that actually make sense so because we're in so much danger the virus is so dangerous that we have to do things that are unsafe I mean, I just people think about that for a second. It's so stupid. But so they're rushing past these safety trials because they're because they have to get it out. But when you dig into it, as you're pointing out, we, they currently are not even done. And even they, they're trying to manipulate the and game, the information like they do with everything. And they're telling people, no, no, no. We completed all of them because we jammed them all together and did them at the same time. That's not how that works. You don't have that doesn't count. And as even off Guardian pointed out, the way this is supposed to go. Is you get, and this is easily verifiable, is you start off with a grouping of dozens of people, and you do a That's tri, that's phase one. It's a small amount, and you're looking for very specific things. And that's after animal trials, as you pointed out. Animal trials is where you'd find out whether there was things like pathogenic priming that occurred, and I very strongly think there's a reason they didn't want to do those, because I think we're already beginning to see that. And as well as PE, uh, polyethylene glycol, PEG. Which is causing, what, 70% of people to have these weird allergic reactions? They're not talking about any of this stuff. I have a James Lyon Wheeler coming on my show tomorrow to get into that. But so they skip past that. Then they have the first trial that's supposed to be like dozens of people, which, again, was just a bunch. They just started out with giving it to a bunch of people. Then phase two is supposed to be hundreds of people, right? Then phase three is supposed to be the thousands where they get into it. And as even New York Times points out, of course, when they're making fun of Russia back in August for doing exactly what's happening here, they point out in that article saying, well, none of that matters because phase three is where it really matters. That's what they say in New York Times. They Back in August, though, they say uh, phase three can still fail even if the rest of them work. Why aren't they saying that now? I wonder. Yeah. Why aren't they saying that now about what we're doing? Of course, because it's only about making Russia look like bad guy. Right. It's just so stupid. They're only saying that about India. Oh, they might have rushed their trials. It's just so stupid that they can't. They're knowingly ignoring what's happening here. You know, And I really want people to read that information to understand why these trials are not only were they just bunched in and jammed through and not really done properly, but the, the, the whole process itself was completely bastardized. From everything they did, the way that they started out, what they had set out to do, and how they manipulated everybody to think otherwise. Everybody thinks we're going back to normal after they get this shot. I mean, a lot of people still think that. But as I said, the moment they released this, Forbes actually covered this back at like six months ago. And wrote right in it they're not even trying to reach transmission so tell me why the entirety of western media pushed that they were this was going to bring us back to normal and stop transmission this entire time so they're either lying to you or they're so incredibly bad at their jobs that all they can do is parrot what they're told again probably both but wake up people
0: (laughs) well the real reason is and i think we've all know we both know this um the real reason is quite clearly it's a holding place until they can figure out what to do once the dollar financial system falls part, falls down and they can get a cashless society and a cashless program in place, which is the Great Reset. This is just a holding place. They want as many people, as poor as possible, as right. reliant on the state as possible, as tired, as exhausted, as confused as possible for when this, this switch is over then most people will just go, just get it over and done with. This is a holding place. This is all it is. You, all Your life is on hold. They press pause on it. And that's why they want you as confused as possible. That's why they're putting out conflicting information. That's right. why the people that you read flip, and TV channels flip and flop all over the place. The people on the channels won't have a clue what's going on. Half of them can barely do up their own trousers. But it, the fact is that the the, one, the ones that are actually controlling this, the the people that fund routers, and it could be the case with talk radio. Um, Rupert Murdoch has gone, just let talk radio go it looks good for us and we'll pick it up on the back end it could be that these people think long game this is oh, a 100 yeah. year program this isn't yesterday they came up with this and they mapped out everything I I, I liken it to um, Alan Turin's um, Breaking the Enigma Code he basically was able to use the language he came up with what originally not now become algorithms and artificial intelligence they map out everything which is what social media is doing it's right. getting all the information in there so it can try and guess what you're going to do and the best way to be the best way to get around it is to be like a renegade is is to change your mind because you can right. only guess on what the input you've put it on so these guys have put all this input in for years and years but it doesn't make any difference if we change our minds in one day then the whole thing falls down, and I don't think they realised there would be that many people out there to look at these PCR tests on one, and the Pfizer vaccine on the other. And I also think they overestimated how clever they were. The people that they got to try and functionally make this happen, like the Boris Johnsons, the Donald Trumps, the Bill Gates of the well, world—they're not smart
1: people. Point. Because these are the, because this is what I mean, and I think I think you probably agree with this: is that the the I would argue, by and large, the vast majority of you know government entities or rather just individuals like the Boris Johnson, the Trumps and the Pelosi's and whoever else are just figures, puppets. They they don't, I mean... Look at how unintelligent most of these people are, yeah. like really obviously not very bright, you know, that they they're reading what their people write for them and they're mispronouncing words like they're not the, they, they're they're just pe- the figureheads in front. And so the real and this is where you get into what people would actually the, the real meaning of what a deep state or shadow government actually is, not just the Democrats, which is how they bastardized the perception of it. Yeah. But clearly the whole big picture behind it, the unelected power structure. I mean, so that's what so our people to recognize is they talk about. Like, so if people are at the level where they're looking at the government and the government's long-term plan and what they're trying to do to us, they're at level one. You know what I mean? Like, there's a whole bunch of things above that that are puppeting those people, even if those people don't see that. And that's what we're getting at, you know, the bigger idea of what's really happening. So you got to look past the governments. you got to realize the Boris's and the Trump's are not the people you think they are, you know? And they may be aware of that. I mean, this is my opinion, obviously, but I think it's rooted in the history and the facts, is that we need to see where the direction's really coming from, you know? I mean, and you could maybe say that Gates might be in that category, but I would argue it's, you know, way more at the top, like the mm-hmm. World Economic Forum entities and these massive multinational kind of things that are more of a conglomerate, you know what I mean? And that's what it comes down to. and Or the families that we've always talked about, you know, they're clearly involved yeah. with this agenda from dating back to, before the creation of these places you know
0: yeah absolutely and and all you need to do i mean the glaringly obvious version of that is joe biden who's cognitively impaired and has (laughs) he's at the back end of alzheimer's as your president in a couple of couple of days you he doesn't know where he is and he's supposed to be the most powerful man in your country and this is what really something that does kind of rub me up a little way is that people when they talk about the deep state seem to think that it's just america they go it's the deep state if we're like There is the world out here, right? so what happens in America affects the whole world, does it? Actually, you've got Washington DC, which is the military, you've got the Vatican, which is religion, and you've got the City of London, which carries most of the finances of crowned entities. A lot of it goes through the City of London, which is the new Rome, it's new Troy. A lot of the actual occult, hidden (sighs) mechanisms of this actually go on in the City of London. They have their own police force, the Met Police, which is just a private security firm. It's and in Sweden, Switzerland, a lot of it goes out there as well. I do think that the American like people forget that the rest of
1: the world does kind of happen. Yeah, well, it's interesting because we've seen this in, like, for you know, the United States. This is like the large, a microcosm in the United States of what the, uh what you're saying is the macrocosm of what we're dealing with here. You know, it's like because what you can see is. That, you know they don't care whether the United like they don't care. I would argue what nation is the face of the agenda. No. as long as they can achieve it. So if they can get us to think, well, it's the U.S. bad guy, right? In the long term of things, in the sense that it's only this government, and as long as we can get rid of that government, well, we succeeded, and now we're all happy. Same thing is happening in our country in a smaller way, right? If we can just get rid of that side, well, we'll be good. And as long, you know, or like for instance, when Trump got elected. I mean, that's why I believe this is all happening right now is because you have a the, I would argue the faction within the two party illusion that was the most adamant about the Constitution and rights are just swept away because Trump's there. So we can trust this. Let's trust the martial law and trust yeah. the authoritarian actions. I mean, it's so dumb when you really think about it, because they moments ago were screaming about all of these things. But Obama, bad guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so now it's OK. Guantanamo's good because Trump's here. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's the same larger thing. And I think that these are ploys that come down from the top, and they're used in a lot of different ways. And so that will be a way that they can, at the last point, kick out the U.S., kick the legs out, and be like, "Well, now they're gone. See, we won. We're good." Mm. When really the thing can, can carries on, and maybe a lot of people go back to sleep. Yeah. That's what happened with Trump. You know, a lot of people just kind of fell back in and said, "We won. It's over." You know
0: yeah and they're very quiet now and then this is the next one is
1: china china's the bad guy or russia right which by right the there. way china is obviously an authoritarian government that we should be very afraid of <laughs> yes. but it doesn't mean that they're you know that they're like like the idea that they're that the u.s government is framing this right now is this is i mean my grandma brought this up the other day china's going to overtake the u.s and it's like well what do you mean by that Are mm. you mean that they're growing economically and they're getting more powerful and more preeminence and that's bad for the u.s government how does that hurt us Right. As individuals. Right. The argument we will. They're going to invade. They're going to it, it boils down to whether they want to out say it out loud, that it's going, they're going to invade the United States. They're going to over. We're going to be a socialist country because they're going to take. over. How do you make that into this? Right. Military power is something quite different. Right. What the real boils down to is the U.S. government doesn't want China to be powerful or influencing anything. They want the complete control. So really, it turns out that it seems pretty clear the U.S. government is the one that's poking and meddling. And, you know, it doesn't mean China's not doing horrible things. It just means that the U.S. is the one doing what they're claiming China's doing. And they're afraid of China having more power than them. And it has really nothing to do with Americans or Chinese people or any of it. It's these governments vying for power. Right, that's what we need to see. And so, if my grandma can be terrified that tomorrow China's going to invade because Rush Limbaugh screams about how China's going to take over the world, that's not very realistic or accurate. But then, when we point out that, we get called a Chinese shill. It's like it's yeah. just it's the same thing. It's it's a, it's a all propaganda. And what I would
0: do is go one leap one deeper that and say that all governments have a cult within them that actually really pulls all governments, every single government, U.S. government, U.K. government, whole yeah. of Europe, um, whole of China. There's no one government. There is a cult within each government. It's infiltration, sort of microcosm of that happening with the lobbying of Israel, and that's a massive part of it. But even in Israel, there is a cult within each government that takes over each government. It is the real virus that we should be looking for. It's these crown entities, there's this bloodline who believe themselves to be... And going back 1,000 years to the Sumeria and Babylon, they believe themselves to be rightful owners of this earth. And they control within each government. So when you say... Deep state. What you actually mean is a cult within each government that actually controls each government. It's not a country. It's not a person. It's not an individual. It's a cult mentality within right. each government that actually doesn't care, as you rightly said, whether it's China they're using as their front, or America are using as their front, or Europe or England. It doesn't really matter, as you say, if it gets the job done. The Chinese model is what they're using because they've seen it work best. I mean, right. it's a, that's what. So I believe that's what people say. Oh, we don't want to be China. You're not China. Your Chinese model, which is a technocracy, is what was right. going to happen. So let's go back to because I know you haven't got long. So the end of these, these. Um, why do you think they're pushing these vaccines so hard? Why do they want these vaccines in people? <laughs> yeah. If they're still two years away from their trial, why are they gone to this such length to go use a test that's not really testing for it? That's at best questionable. To using vaccines that are nowhere near finished. On human beings without any um, animal testing that two years away from any clinical trials with have obviously no long testing long-term testing because you can't because we can't go forward in the future why are they pushing these vaccines what is so desperately desperate why do they want these vaccines in people is it in my conspiracy mind goes slow euthanasia or is it just the fact it's a holding place to keep people in until so they can get the great reset the cashless
1: society ticked over in in a in a night in a week well because we're in the greatest pandemic of a century didn't you know i mean that's right it's like, well you wouldn't know right. if you looked out your window you wouldn't have a clue yeah, list right. for the masks yeah that, that's the point that's all they have to say that's the, the people that are fe- afraid that's all they need to hear well because you're in danger oh thank, thank you for doing that for me right that this is the mindset but you're right there's no it, it, when you really dig into this stuff it doesn't make any sense and the data is not there from any angle you look at so yes I'm very, very suspicious about what is really happening with all of this. Now, there's plenty of things we could theorize about, you know, the the discussion. I mean, one of the things I think is almost impossible to ignore – is how it seems almost everybody involved with Operation Warp Speed has, like, a strong history with bioimplantable biomedicine and bioinjectables. I mean, well, like, for instance, Matt Hepburn and Monsef Salawi. Matt Hepburn being the leader of the va- of the vaccine part of this specific outroll part, and then Monsef Salawi being the leader of Operation Warp Speed. <laughs> Monsef Salawi, up until the moment he jumped over to work Operation Warp Speed, was like, Biomedicine, 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 bioinjectables. Like he was speaking on shows about it. This is where we need to go. It's all the future. And then he got real quiet for the last couple years, and then jumped over to upper warp speed. It's like so that seems inconsistent, or Mm -hmm. maybe not, right? And, And then Matt Hepburn the same way. It's like you look at the history. It's all about that, and suddenly it's not. It's like okay, so maybe there's something more involved with this. Maybe it's the evolution to jumping to a perfusa type thing that will work with the vaccine or maybe this is that part of it maybe something is in these things and that's not that's not a question we should be afraid to ask they have tested on us and admitted to doing it 239 times in our history so why wouldn't they do it again for our safety and maybe they even believe that right so the concept of something being in here like I just read an article about something from 2008 or a study talking about nanobots like not nanoparticles but nanorobots being used for epidemic control and assessment In 2008. And this was the, I mean, they went off about it, using it to predict this, and, and, you know, we should get it, and and basically, and everybody possible. And it's like, okay, so what if that actually just happened? You know, you're not supposed to say this on mainstream because you're a conspiracy theorist, but that's one obvious thing. But then I also just wonder about the construct around it all, right? That what, not, if you refuse this thing, they're already making lists they're already marking this stuff down and eventually it'll be used to control people that don't want to take part people that take it are at least in their minds people that are acquiescing passive mm-hmm. they're willing to take direction from the government everybody else is probably marked as a possible dissident right so those people then can be controlled through this mechanism we can start doing societal financial exclusion we can't you know that means we then checking in and marking in wherever we're going and so on or it could just be mandatory which could happen too, but you see how these are all things that can be used, right? But at the end of the day, other than like the nano injectable kind of thing, profit. I mean, there is billions, if not trillions on the line right here. And I mean, it's hard not to see all these things come together with the profit motives. I mean, Monsef Salawi for crying out loud, the leader of the whole thing, who's was working with GlaxoSmithKline and Moderna I mean, for crying out loud, he made millions when he sold stock after they announced a Moderna mm-hmm. thing that fell on its face. You know, it's just like there's the grossest, obvious, dishonest actions we could possibly see. I don't, and then, of course, you add on everything else we talked about, about why these things haven't been tested, that they're unsafe, that they're, you know, the genetically modifying concept that absolutely is the truth. You know, I'm not saying it alters your DNA because they've taken issue with that exact statement. But the genetically modifying aspect of this thing is verifiable. That's what mRNA, that's what the Moderna concept was. They're altering your body to have a different reaction. It's no understanding, you know. Who knows what's going to happen years after this? People keeling over, people getting sick, people dying. A guy had a heart attack right after getting this. And they're like, "Well, he was old, though." <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> well, did you, you say? Know, M- Moderna means modified RNA, as far as I can tell. Well,
1: mRNA is actually their moniker on the stock exchange. Right. right. Okay. They've never brought a product to market in their entire yeah. history of their company. They've failed at this every single time. This is the first time they've done it. It's it's just and then you you have you have echoes of um, Nazi
0: Germany, Thor Reich. You have Bill Gates in there who's connected to Planned Parenthood, a eugenics cult, yes. and also he's a, he, they, uh, Microsoft was seed funded by IBM. IBM created the technology for the Nazi war camps, the ticket machines. There is a eugenics element to this that's undeniable, absolutely undeniable. And it could well be, as you say, they've gone, this works out for all of us. You make money, you can lower the population, you can get your Green New Deal through, You can, and this works out so well. And let's all come together for this great reset, the great reset for all of these criminals. Ryan, I know you're busy and I know you need to get off. Where can people find your work? And thank you for your time, mate.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I just want to add, too, that there's a great article from uh, Whitney actually on Unlimited Hangout, which is her personal site, uh, Whitney Webb, for those who don't know. And it's a, great, it's a great article in regard to this that really flesh – I think actually Johnny Vedmore, who writes for her site, actually, I think he might have been the author, but they work together on it anyway. But they flesh out this picture that Whitney and I talked about in one of our shows, right? I had her on for the daily wrap-up, and we talked about – The eugenics aspect to this whole thing and all the ties they have back to like literally groups that almost very recently were calling themselves the eugenics society right these are supposed to horrible things they're supposed to be only bad guy nazis but they're openly involved with these you know but so they do a whole article about digging into this and showing you these alarming ties and i think it was i believe it was pfizer if not moderna if not both that tie back to these very alarming things like bill gates and the discussions of all these things the things they've done in india i mean the examples are endless endless we have every single reason to be afraid of what they're doing, whether that's because of their motives or because of the science that I don't think is there. But in any case, thank you for having me on because this is important stuff for people to talk about. LastAmericanVagabond.com is the best thing you can do because things seem to be fluctuating quite a lot these days. So the website, TheLastAmericanVagabond.com, and then on that site you can find our podcast on the subscribe tab and subscribe to the podcast just for the audio version. So that way no matter what happens, you'll still be able to get our content because we now have a dedicated server. So unless they take down the massive, you know, the main thing then which could always happen, we'll still be there.
0: <laughs> Cheers, right. Thank you guys. Go over to lastamericanvagabond.com and check out Ryan's work there and also his YouTube channel. I'll put the links below and thank you for please share this about because it's important work. The left and right of this triboard or bookcase or whatever you want to see it, it to me is a PCR test, falls down with a kick and the Pfizer vaccine and the, the AstraZeneca vaccine and the Moderna vaccine, they all fall down with a kick. And if we kick both legs out or even one leg out, as you say, completely, the whole thing falls over. And when I don't think we're that far off now. I think they've played this. It's wobbled in the wind long enough. Ryan and you're doing incredible work to make this wobble as much as possible. So keep up the good work, mate. Thank you for your time and I'll speak to you soon.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, brother.
0: Hi, guys. Welcome to Glitching the Code.